iTunes presents Meet the Filmmaker at the Apple Store. Ladies and gentlemen, moderating tonight is the creator and star of the TV show Delocated, which airs on Adult Swim. So please welcome our moderator, John Glazer, and this evening's special guest, the creator and star of the TV show Nick Swartzen's Pretend Time, which airs on Comedy Central, Nick Swartzen! Take your time. Sorry, I just wanted to pretend like I was 100 years old. Thank you for coming out, everybody. Really, I mean that. It's very nice of you. Steal as much as you want. What's up? What's going on? Nothing, man. Hanging out in Manhattan. Doing it up. Apple Store bit. Yep. All right, so uh, <clears throat> let's, uh, let's get into some questions. Uh, I need someone from the Apple Store to tell everyone downstairs to be quiet. And you can carry that out into the street. It'd be if the real street nice could... if they could be quiet. <laughs> If Prince from about, what, Suffolk to Lafayette, that doesn't make sense. Just inside this door would but be But I, I like to know, I think I know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> are we doing questions already from the audience? We could do, uh, we could go right, look, I don't care how we do it. Let's go right to the audience. I got a blue card with questions. Your call. It's your, it's your panel. It's your night. You're the creator. It's very, very exciting. Your call. Um, Flip a beep. Call, call beep or boop. Call beep or boop. Let's do. Let's start with. Let's do a question from the blue card, and then we'll we'll jump into all, all right. these awesome people. The first question on the uh, card is: How did Nick Swartzen's pretend time come about? <laughs> What's that? How did uh, Nick Swartzen's pretend time come about? It was already called that, which is weird. And they pitched me the show if I wanted to do it, uh -huh. and I was like, "Oh, it seems logical for me to jump in that slot." Um. No, the guy who created the concept of the show, the thing about this show, the reason why I did it is because, you know, I'm sure when people saw the promos, like Nick Swartzen's doing a sketch show, I'm sure people are like, oh, wow, what a fucking original idea this asshole came up with. Another sketch show on Comedy Central. Wow, real fresh. That was my take. Yeah. When I first heard about it. <laughs> That's what you texted me. Um, but the thing I like about this show, it's not like Chappelle or Demetrius Mencia where they like, come out and there's like an audience... And it's the same kind of format where they throw to a sketch and then they do like bits. This one, it just like they kind of every sketch segues into the next one. So when you you know like you'll start a sketch and then it'll like go into like a screen or a billboard or some kind of device where it just segues into another sketch, almost like the show Mr. Show used to do, but it's through like technology. And then you know that way it kind of helps because you know the worst thing about sketch comedy is that fucking ending a sketch is always awful. You know, when sketches just keep going, you're like, oh my God, this is getting like turning into a nightmare. I want to kill myself. This way, we can just get out of it anytime we want, which is cool. And then we can also call sketches back. So that's why you have to watch the show from the beginning. Because we call back jokes throughout the show, so you don't want to be lost. We do little callbacks, keep it freshy. So essentially, you're not doing anything really terribly new with the form. No, zero. It's all, it's very, it's very, very been done before. <laughs> But it's, um, yeah, it's good. At least the sketches end. They don't end badly. They just end weird and inappropriate. Uh, and is that something we're going to see in all the shows? This, this is like this technological segue? Yes, every show kind of segues into the next. And the guy who actually came up with this concept uh, created the show Human Giant. I don't know if you saw that show. But if you haven't, it's brilliant. It's really a great show. They filmed it in New York. A lot of New York assholes. And uh, we're on the show, Aziz Ansari's, if I can, and then uh, Rob Hubel and Paul Shear. We got our first um, walkout. Yeah, it's understandable. 
Uh, so yeah, so check out the show Human Giant. I'll just plug that show. He was walking by. He was like, oh, "I'm going to check this out." Five He's minutes like, later, that I got, got it. from Reno. I get it. That looked like that gay guy on skates. I'm going to sit down. Hey, this guy's terrible. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Talk to us a little bit about oh. the inspirations oh. for your sketches and characters. Oh. That's controversial right yeah. out of the gate. Um, it was kind of all over the place. We had a lot of really great writers from Saturday Night Live and stuff like that. And they kind of pitched me everything. There's a, a sketch, you know, a lot of viral stuff. There's a sketch called Wheelchair Cat. And it's about a cat in a wheelchair. <laughs> um, aptly titled Wheelchair Cat. Uh, one of my favorite things, we, le- we leaked that sketch virally, and it's, I play a guy whose mother left her entire fortune to her cat, and I get really mad, and I run over the cat trying to kill it so I can get the money, but I just maim it, so now it's in a wheelchair, and I was like a little voice box, and it talks like this, and, um, and then he's, he's also addicted to cocaine. There's no reason for that. Um, but my favorite thing about it is that we uploaded it virally, and uh, there was a comment on, under the sketch. This is real. And some guy goes, Yeah, I watched your clip, man. I thought this show was going to be more like original shit we haven't seen before. I was like, what kind of jaded retard? It's like, it's a fucking cat in a wheelchair that does cocaine. When have you ever seen that before? Like, when was that on Two and a Half Men or fucking an Avatar? Like, what are you talking about? Where did we steal that from, you lunatic? Love these weirdo. It's all inter- shades, though. It's all shades. It's all shades. It's shades Brah. of something. It's shades of something that came before. It's shades. We didn't invent the cat. Just call it shades. Um. What? Uh, yes. Oh my god, these questions. <sighs> Did you write these? Were these given to you by corporate? Corporate. No, it's not. Corporate Chris met me before the show. And what me is a- your favorite joke <laughs> ever written? Just like all right. The next question was, what is your favorite uh, sketch character? In or what? sketches character? What's that? My favorite on the show? In your show. Well, you know mean, what? Nobody, it doesn't no, say. They haven't just... seen the show, so it sounds like retarded. I guess that's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, a lot, there's a lot of good characters. The reason I did this show is because I, I wanted to do stuff that people hadn't seen me do before. You know, I was on Reno 911 for six years playing a gay prostitute in roller skates. <laughs> And, I, you know, I'd done, like, some movie parts and stuff, but, you know, I really wanted to showcase, like, a different kind of side. So there's, like, characters ranging from, like, everything. I think one of my favorite ones is a sketch called Creepio. And it's a serial called Creepios. And it's, like, this, like, decaying zombie. And it's supposed to be, like, a fun, happy Saturday morning serial. But it's just, just like, morbidly, like, his teeth are rotting. And he's, like, hanging out with the kids, like, Creepio! And then they, they choose another breakfast cereal, and he fucking loses his mind. And just starts murdering all the other people in the cereal boxes. <laughs> it's just so weird. Super weird and violent, but it's, it's really funny. That one was fun to do. What episode is that in? How far down the season? Episode four, <laughs> 48. How many episodes? Wait, there are only seven. How many episodes? There's seven episodes. I think that's like five. Five, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. It's just not, it's on the show somewhere. So first it was seven. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. I see. What you're yeah, saying. seven. And episodes. when does this? When does the show start? It starts Tuesday, Tuesday night. Yeah, ten o'clock. Good time slot. I, I would. Somebody said that's also the same time as another show that's supposedly popular. Tuesday night. Tuesday at ten. Anybody? What else is on at that time? Um, Gary unmarried. Or, <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know what it is. All right, cool. So nothing's on that. Oh, you time. know what? It's uh, Steve's Cabin on Showtime. Is that true? Yep. Damn it. Yep. That's going to steal my thunder. Steve's Cabin is after us tonight? What? Steve's Cabin is after us tonight on the panel? I'll yes. Fucking, I'll fucking kill yeah. somebody. Um, all right, what do we else got on the, on the blue card of mediocrity? So on the card next is... Oh. Um, <laughs> school? Where, you went to a school? What was it called? I went to the University of Michigan. <laughs> oh. In Ann Arbor. You were asking me that legitimately to answer the question, right? I was making oh, fun of the Were you card. just having fun in your fun voice? I was having... I, I put on fun voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's open it up to the audience for a few, and then we'll come back to the blue card. Let's try to not come back to the blue card, so just... If you can think of anything. You can ask me anything about anything. It doesn't have to be the show. I guess you can my, just... My Raise your hand and someone will bring a mic to you. You can ask me anything, literally anything. Here's, anything, a, here's any, a question back here. Any fast in my life. Uh, who cuts your hair? That's a very good question. The question was, who cuts your hair? Who cuts my hair? Steve. <laughs> Steve? <laughs> From Steve's cabin? Yep. Let's go to our next question. Um, Got another, I, I have a question. Uh, I always hear these hilarious stories from people who like are comedian to go on the road or shoot films on the road. Do you have any ridiculously bizarre stories from being on the road, on location, or anything like that? Hmm. Bizarre, like alien abduction, or just like partying. Um, let me think. I usually, yeah, I mean, nothing too psychotic, unfortunately. Um, I'm trying to think. I just finished a movie in Michigan, your home state. Very excited. You too? Where are you guys from? That's where we, we, I shot. Did you know that? The, Griffin, the Griffins, right? Oh, you knew that? Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if you heard my story about Grand Rapids. This is a true story. This is really bad. But me and Danny McBride from Eastbound and Down shot this movie. If you haven't seen Eastbound and Down, you should watch it. It's brilliant. But uh, me and Danny were, uh, we were, you know, we would go out and hit the bars like really hard in Grand Rapids. And uh, one time <laughs> I drank so much that uh, I walked out of the bar and then fell asleep on the sidewalk, which is very responsible for somebody in my position. And I remember somebody from the movie drove by and saw me sleeping. <laughs> and they pulled over and woke me up and they're like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, yeah, I thought I'd take a nap right here. And they're like, yeah, that's an awful idea. I like, let's just get you back up and <laughs> try to figure some alternate way of not sleeping on the street. And then I went back to the bar and just kept drinking. And then time traveled home. Um, yeah, I don't really have any, too many crazy stories. I always have to try to focus and like, keep it in line a little bit. Especially because I work with Sandler a lot, and so he tries to make sure... That he knows that I'm kind of a fucking idiot. So he always tries to make sure that I don't go completely out of control. So you try to focus, even though you just told a story about getting drunk and falling asleep in the street, only to be discovered by someone who works on the film. Yeah, but that was Adam wasn't in that one. Okay. So I, I got, to, I got right. to go a little crazy. Okay. But I, I love to tell about it. Anybody Another else? One? Anyone? All right. I, let's see, I'll start from... That's on the card, just two, 
two birds, guys. What? Two birds. Two Boom. birds, one card. <laughs> I love that video. I did, a, I did an interview, and somebody asked me how I would describe the show. This is another one of me having a big mouth and not really realizing I'm being inappropriate. Some reviewer goes, how would you describe your show? And I said, it's two and a half men meets two girls, one cup. And she just was immediately turned off and wanted nothing to do with me after that. I thought it summed it up. Um, I started uh, a group in Minnesota, which, yes, we're playing the Yankees very well. It's a really close series. Fucking eating hot shit. Um, no one here gives a shit about the Yankees, I know, right? they're just like, what? What are these sports people keep referring to? Um, no one no, here I seems to give a shit about anything. I started... <laughs> people are just inside out of the cold. <laughs> it's not cold out. It's not cold out. Okay. Um, I started doing a theater in high school, kind of to get an easy grade, which is true. And uh, then I started doing improv. When I was in high school, I joined like this improv company. And then from there, I was so, I was so procrastinated in applying to colleges that I, I was, it was too late by the time I had any chance of doing it. So I decided to take a year off. And my improv company folded, so I decided to try stand-up. So me and my buddies from my improv company were supposed to go to this open mic and try stand-up, but they both bailed. So I just went by myself and did like this open mic for like three minutes. And uh, the rest was kind of history. I was basically just completely addicted after the first time I did it. Worked out of uh, Minnesota, did the road for a couple years. Then I came to New York and lived actually down the street in Lower East Side. This was like late 90s when it was like... Might as well face it, you're addicted to laughs. Yes. Kind of sums it up, Kinda right? Kind of sums it up right there. I like that, man. Didn't mean to interrupt your story, sorry. No, you interrupted it perfectly. Thank you. With a nice little ditty. I uh, lived on the Lower East Side and did stand-up in New York for a couple years. But this is like the Lower East Side where it was like, like Avenue B was like, don't go there. Now it's like, there's sushi on Avenue X. Everyone's like, all right. Like, nobody would ever do that back then. People were just, it was yeah, dangerous. But uh, yeah, and then I moved to Los Angeles 10 years ago. And uh, here I am, back in my old stomping grounds, the Apple Store. This is, where, this is where I used to roll, man. This is my hood, my eye hood. Do you remember the name of the first play you did? In high school? Our Town. Our Town? You guys are familiar with Our Town? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you are. There's a lot of confident nods out there. That play is fucking I saw horny. someone out there. When you that asked place... if, if someone was familiar with Our Town, I saw one person out there going like... That's the one to go. <laughs> yeah, Our Town. And if you know the play, if you don't know it, the third act of the play takes place in a cemetery... So we all have to sit like fucking douchebags, like we're tombstones, and everyone's sitting on a stool, and uh, I kept making arm farts when I would do it, <laughs> and the director just would scream at me, just live it, I would, you know, ruin the play, but I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so did that answer your question? Do you have anything specific about me as a child? Thumbs up. As a tiny man? All right. Anybody else? Right. Oh wait, right here. This lady right here. And that down. Pass the mic. Faster. Faster. Way faster. faster. Just kidding. So one of my favorite roles of yours was in Grandma's Boy, and what I want to know is, did they let you keep the bed? <laughs> no, I was really mad. They didn't let me keep anything. I want to keep the bed. I mostly want to keep that one suit pajama thing. 
like the giant footsies, and they fucking would not do it. I like, couldn't understand. Yeah, I kept nothing. I kept uh, my sneakers, which is not a consolation. Here's the story about that movie. That was the first thing Adam Sandler, uh, I met with him, and they had the script for that, and it actually was a, when I got the script, my job was to rewrite it, and when they gave it to me, it was a broad PG-13 romantic comedy, and it was fucking horseshit. It was like so, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even, it was a movie that nobody would see. It was so. This is why people came out tonight to hear this. Hey, little inside. This is what we want to hear. Um. So yeah, so it was this really broad, broad comedy. It was like just like schlocky, and so my job was to rewrite it. And then they told me that I could write myself in the movie, whatever part I wanted. So I was able to create that character. And uh, another little fun fact about that movie is that you know the guy who played the robot guy. Do you know who originally had booked that part? He had booked the part. His agent actually messed up the deal, but it was Frankie Munoz from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Well, trivia. Boom. And he's a very nice guy, I know. But uh, yeah, so that it was actually supposed to be a younger kid for that part. But the kid who did it, Joel, was amazing. He was way older, but he was so good that we cast him. And I was actually mad at him because he was also an avatar. Did you notice that? And that kind of like ruined Avatar for me. Because I couldn't watch it without him like going in Avatar land and just hearing like, you will never finish this game. Like he would do this so. <laughs> And then I, I basically, I stole it and did it with Wheelchair Cat. I was but gonna, I created the character so I could fucking do that. I was going to, that, that's a question that I'll ask. It seems like that's a common theme in a lot of your work is, this kind of voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wheelchair it's, Cat, gay robot, general, just a lot of times this is sort of a behind the scenes story. When Nick and I text each other, there's a, there's a lot of beeps and boops. Yeah, we text each other beeps and boops uh, as though we're robots. We have, like, we have it's like a weird robot thing going on. Where like even like coming down here today, I could I could even read some. I'll go into my delve into my phone. Hmm? I'll call you later, Brad. But true story. I'm just kidding. Ew. Kidding. Kidding. Um, all right, here we go. Comedy is that easy, by the way. This that is easy. this was me, and this is seriously me texting John today. Hold on, I'll read my side. Okay, start with down here. Mike, grab a quick bite. Hold on. Mike, grab a quick bite. Hey, are you there yet? What is it? Down here. Mike, grab a quick bite. You here? Headed now. Where's the beep, man? No, wait, oh, no I say that. Oh, that's me. You say it for the other Down one. here. Mike grab, qui- Mike, grab quick bite. You here? Headed now. Where's the beep, man? Figuring out snack boop. <laughs> is there pizza? I'm beep, starve boop. Not sure of slice place near here. You should get a beep near your boop. This is fucking real. <laughs> this is how stupid and psychotic we are. There's a bar called Finelli. <laughs> I'm just backing up because th- this keeps all the texts from even before. And then, and then it stops. We had talked there. a couple nights ago, and then I, my signal went out, and then, and then I te- texted you back, and then you wrote back, okay, and then I wrote back, boop K. And then I wrote back, your signal booped. Yeah. So that's where we are mentally. And that gives you an insight not only into my career, but into my daily well-being. Boop K. <laughs> boop K. Doesn't make sense. Okay into but feel free K. to adopt that language. It's very fun. It's pretty fun. You and your friends can run with that. It's really great. Uh, any more questions? Yes. So given this like past two minutes, 
if you let's <laughs> pretend that you weren't funny and couldn't be a comedian, mm-hmm. what else are, like are you qualified to do, or what else would you like? Would you want to do? It's a very good question, and it's one that I do think about, and people do wonder that. Um, in all honesty, this this is really dumb. This is a true story. I always thought like if comedy didn't work out, that I'm not kidding. A hundred percent. I was like, I'll just be a cop. <laughs> I swear to God. I was like, I'll be a fucking cop, man. It's like, it'd be sweet. You have a gun and shit. Like, I'd be the worst cop. It'd just be terrible. Um, and then I would, th- I would probably be like a teacher for like a, a grade school teacher. I swear to God. Because like, I would know most of what they knew. Not as much. <laughs> but I could probably just get away with being an idiot. You know what I mean? So like... I think it would be fun. I could just mentally do like beep boops with like eight year olds. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. What age group would you want to teach? Probably, I would say third grade. Third grade? I don't want like poopy pants, you know, like that, that time. That's on the border, I would say. I don't want, I don't, stink booty. I don't want that. But you want beep boop. I want beep boop. So yeah, like third grade. Okay. So that's probably what I would do. Or I'd be like a really, a really fun homeless person. Like the cowboy, what's that dude? I don't even know if he's is he homeless. Oh, that naked cowboy guy. Sorry, naked here? cowboy, if you're not homeless. Is he still in? Is he still around? I was hoping the answer was no. He's running for governor, right? Yeah, that's the <laughs> is true he story. Really? Yeah. Hey, you know what? Why not? <laughs> Stranger things. Stranger things. Dude, I'm from Minnesota. We had just seen the body of Ventura, mm-hmm. and California. We had Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Crazels. <laughs> Oh, dude, I would have wheelchair cat or gay robot run. And Reagan. And Reagan. At some point a long time ago. Reagan. And then president. Um, all right, anything else? Any other questions? Anybody? Front row, second row? Anyone? Can't possibly be the end of I'm questions. Staying? Anybody want to my phone number? Cannot possibly be the end Anybody of the questions. want... The ladies from Grand Rapids are saving the night. I love you, Grand Rapids. They're like the goalie from the Griffins. Saving the night. Get it? Hockey reference. <laughs> Nobody likes this character I'm doing tonight. <laughs> Nobody. Okay, so um, we had tickets to go see you on November 7th here. Yes. Um, just recently found out other plans I happened. Canceled. Yes. Um, do you have any plans to reschedule Whoa. that? I'm sorry I canceled. <laughs> Let's definitely get into this. Very good question. <laughs> That's rough. I'm, I'm celebrating Thanksgiving on that day. <laughs> Is that no? Um, Spill the I beans. I actually, <laughs> I actually pulled out of that day because I'm shooting a movie right now, and the dates keep changing, and it, they switched a bunch of my shooting days of that week, so I didn't want to cancel last minute. So that's why I did. But I apologize. And I told the festival I didn't want to. I was like, I don't want to book this date, and they were like, you should do it. You know what I mean? We, and I wanted to do it, but I was like, I know I'm gonna get fucked. So I have no plans yet, but it would probably be in the spring. It wouldn't be for a while. I kind of wanted to go up while I was here, but I don't know. What about a show in... So this was a show here in New York or in Grand Rapids? This was a show here, right? For the New York Comedy Festival? I see. I was going to do Grand Rapids. At, there was a, a club, I swear to God, called Dr. Grins. <laughs> <laughs> Should have called it Doc Grins. Doc Grins. Hey. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was actually a good club. There are nice people run it. But uh, I have some jokes. I can, can I run jokes by you for my new act? I'm trying to write a new act. 
Let me ask really I'll quick. I'll give you some new jokes. So the women from uh, Grand Rapids, so knowing that he canceled, did you come up for this? Oh, you live here. I understand now. What do you think about uh, what's Maltby going to do? Kirk Maltby, Red Wings, right? He's going to retire? I got to retire over here. I should ask him. I'm asking you. I can't ask. He's, unless he's here. You don't Ooh, care? Maltby? All right. I figured you'd know um, what I was talking about. These are all really new, so you don't, don't judge me. Um, oh, yeah, this is one that I have about uh, old people. And uh, I just think it's weird. Like, it would be weird to be, like, really old. Like, whenever you see, like, 90-year-olds, it would just be so surreal. Because, like, you don't know if you're going to wake up. Like, you really don't. At that point, you're just like, okay, every time I go to bed, this could be it. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it's hard to plan your life around that. So, like, anytime your grandkids are like, Hey, do you want to go to the zoo? And they'd be, you know, you got to be like, "Yes, I would love to go to the zoo. I, I will plan on that right now, but there's a chance I, I could wake up and not be alive. So, we will either go to the zoo tomorrow, or I will be a dead body in my bed, and you will scream and cry, and it will be an awful day for you." But it will be either or. Either we will see exciting animals from foreign lands, or I will be a cold, dead body just staring into the abyss while people weep and call an ambulance, and, you, and you're horrified. It will be one of those things, for sure. We will either enjoy cotton candy by the tigers, or... My ghost will haunt my room as you put my things into a box, praying that I don't dive into your soul. And <laughs> Sounds like we got a character for season two. Hey I don't give a shit if no one doesn't like this character. I'm still going to do it. And then, and then I have another one about how old people... Like they're, so, like, they're so used to people dying that they don't really care like when it happens or when they tell you about it. Like, my grandma would always be like, she would always, like, go a long way to tell me that somebody died. She'd be like, Nicholas, do you remember Billy? And I'd be like, who's that? Billy, he used to mow my lawn. No. Remember Billy, he had blonde hair. He was very nice, and he would come and go take my groceries. Uh, I don't know, vaguely. You always got along with him. He was a big fan of the Vikings. Oh, yeah, I do kind of remember him. Yeah, why? What's up? He went skydiving and landed into helicopter blades and was decapitated, and his body parts went all over. I was like, great, Grandma. Thank you for making me fucking remember the guy, then getting attached to him, and now knowing that he's literally went into a blender of just fucking bloody bones and is splattered all over the place. <laughs> you loon. All right, hold on. Let me just do a couple more, sorry. Um, all right, hold on. Um, I don't do a lot of charity work, and I wish I did, but it's just so active. Like, I don't know why charity has to be... Why it's, it's all like marathons and runs and walks. Like, can't we like just lounge for AIDS or take like cancer naps? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> can't we just like... Do Jaeger bombs for Haiti, or like there's got to be like some way to like just meet people like me halfway, right? I mean, am I an asshole? Um, I think meteorologists are assholes. Their their, their life is complete bullshit. 
Like weather people, they don't fucking do anything. Like they read from a chart that an eight-year-old could read from. Like, yeah, there's rain here. Really? Where it's red, blood red, there's rain. Yeah, that's a really a warning area. And there's no punishment. They can fucking, they just guess. Like, yeah, it's going to rain tomorrow, and then it doesn't. They're like, yeah, it didn't. It's like, well, fuck you. Your job has no, there's no, or whatever. Look for that guy in season two. <laughs> I want to get a dog. Not because I uh, like dogs. I just need something to blame all the puddles of urine on in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Um, and then lastly, I saw an ad for Jack Daniels in a magazine. And uh, I swear to God, it was an ad that just said, Jack Daniels, drink responsibly. Which, I don't know if you've ever had Jack Daniels before, but I've never even been close to being fucking responsible drinking Jack Daniels. It's false advertising. Like, literally, that ad should be like, Jack Daniels, fucking good luck. I hope your neighborhood isn't burned down and fucking every animal isn't dead that's near you. I mean, it's just like psychotic. All right, that concludes my new jokes. That's just a portion of what you might see. Thank you. God bless you. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. And seriously, who diarrhea my next special? All right. Inappropriate. Uh, let's go back to the card for a couple. Boo. Bullshit. Boo, you card. <laughs> Fuck you, card. You don't own me. All right, yeah, card. No, let's keep doing that. Hey, card. I love doing. Fuck you, card. Southern guy who don't know stuff. He just hates his card. Season three. Season. All right. Uh, how did you pick the guest stars and comedic cameos for the show? Um, very good question, card. I take back what I said earlier. I take back my boo. Um. A lot of people ask me like, if I got like, a lot of celebrity cameos, and I didn't kind of by choice because I didn't want the show to be about, about that, where it's just like kind of self-indulgent and putting people that are, you know, friends that I have or famous comedians or something. I just felt like it would hurt the sketches. I wanted the sketches to be the funniest they could be. So the great thing about my show is there's going to be a lot, a lot of new people that you haven't seen that are really funny and that who will like, you know, they're going to be big someday. Like they really are talented people. This guy named Brett Gelman is very funny. Very funny. Um, a guy named Brian Husky, who you, you'll recognize because he's kind of, he's doing a lot of shit right now. Uh, Jay Glaze, ew, even though he already has his own show. Delocated, right? That's right. Season 78, is that what's out right now? 72. How is that possible, even on for 72 years? 72 seasons. Oh. Big how many difference. seasons do you... <laughs> how many big, seasons huge. come out in a year? What's that? How many seasons come out in a year? Uh, 31. Seasons? <laughs> uh, yep. All right. Um, so, yeah, there's not going to be... There is one... It's kind of a spoiler, but that's fine. Uh, the first episode of Gay Robot um, is uh, a scene with Gay Robot and Ryan Phillippe. So that was kind of my big... I was very excited about that. It's a pretty good one. I was, at, I was at a party and... Scream? Uh, what? He was in Scream? No. He's in I Know What You Did Last Summer. That's right. And Crash. That's right. And, but he came up to me at a party, and it was really weird. And I was standing there, and he walked up, and he's like, what's up, dude? And I'm like, hi. I didn't know him. And he goes, I got to tell you something, man. And I go, what? And he goes, 
I fucking love Gay Robot. And it was the weirdest thing I would ever, I would never expected Ryan Phillippe to say that to me. So my character, Gay Robot, and he, so I called him up when we did the show, and I called his agent, and I go, hey, I, I want Ryan to do something on my show. And his agent's like, fucking douchebag. He's like, uh, yeah, no. And I'm like, no, I have this character called Gay Robot. And his agent's like, yeah, no. I'm like, just fucking tell him. So he told Ryan, and then he called me literally a minute later, and he was like, yeah, Ryan will do it. So I thought that was very cool of him, because he doesn't need to do a Gay Robot sketch on my show. But he was that passionate about Gay Robot that he, he did it. So What's that, Ann? What, wrap it up? What, you say at me? Yeah. Don't sass. One more? Don't sass. Well, Final right, question that's... of the night. We're going to the, to the crowd. What do you got? Um, I was wondering if you had any plans to come out with a new CD, maybe Very Terry Christmas 2 in time for the holidays. Um, no, it's a good question. That's another one of my favorite things. If you haven't seen that, it's from Eno 911, but it was, I did it on my own. It's called A Very Terry Christmas, where Terry sings Christmas carols. But they're all insane and make no sense. It's just like, Santa Claus, suck my dick. It's just so stupid. <laughs> um, no, there, I, I have tried to think of possibly doing a Halloween album for Terry. So yeah, there might. I, as far as stand-up, there's no CDs in the future. I'm trying to build my act, as you just heard from my mediocre material that I shared with you. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, maybe next year there'll be a CD. But look for, uh, there'll be another Terry album coming out. All righty. All right, I guess that's that, it, Nick. That concludes... Yeah, is that it? That concludes us. Wrap it up. All right, so I guess that brings us to the end of our uh, Nick Swartz and Apple Store appearance. The show is called Pretend Time. Pretend Time. This Tuesday at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. How about a round of applause for Nick Swartz? And uh, thanks a lot, you guys, for coming out. It's very cool of you to share your Friday night. Now let's go get drunk and fall asleep on the sidewalk. And John Glazer, John Glazer, delocated Adult Swim. Peep that shit. Weed.